Welcome to Mafia, a new podcast telling stories of America's criminal underworld. Gotti assumed the position of head of the Gambino family. And using the name Donnie Brasco, I was able to infiltrate the uh, Bonanno uh, crime family in New York City. Bugsy Siegel is an American mob legend. One man changed the whole texture and landscape of crime in America. Listen to Mafia every Wednesday on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your favorite shows. Five, four, three, two, one. Cue music. This is Movies First with Alex First and Chris Coleman. Welcome along to Movies First. My name's Alex First and we are going to take a look, when I say we, Chris Coleman and I are going to have a look at a movie that has been put together by an award-winning Irish-born, British-raised writer and director called John Michael McDonough. Hello, Christopher. Greetings to you, Alex. Um, today's movie title actually, ha- it reflects on my mood right now. I'm on a bit of a trip uh, and um, I've rented a hotel bike. I don't know whether you've ever done, done that, stayed at a hotel that rents out bikes. I've rented a hotel bike in a very, very hilly city on a very hot, humid day. So right now I would willingly just about declare war on everything. Very good. Very good. I like it. I like it. The synergy is not lost on me. The guy that I've spoken about, John Michael McDonough, has been responsible for a couple of really strong movies, The Guard and Calvary. Had you seen either of those? Uh, I think I saw Calvary a while back. Hmm. I mean, really affecting. Anyway, his latest effort on the big screen is stylized, dark, humid and ultraviolet. It's a buddy crime caper. I suppose... When I think about that, Mel Gibson and Danny Glover and Lethal Weapon come to mind. Mm-hmm. This one was filmed on location in Albuquerque in New Mexico, final week in Reykjavik in Iceland. So that's- as, as you would. You know, I can see that. Start in, in New Mexico, finish in Iceland. Natural progression, I would have thought. It's about a couple of corrupt cops in New Mexico, played by Alexander Skarsgård and Michael Penner. They set out to blackmail and frame every criminal unfortunate enough to cross their path. And things take a sinister turn when the pair tries to intimidate someone who could just be more dangerous than they are. Known for his distinctly witty sensibility and confrontational humour, when he started this production, McDonough piped up with these words, Chris, gives me great pleasure to declare war on everyone with my fellow combatants. (laughs) We look forward to the battles ahead and we'll go on with a spirit that fears nothing. I like it. I really do. So this is a decidedly politically incorrect bad cop, bad cop, black comedy with left field narrative and a 70s feel to it. And it follows bad eggs Terry Munro, played by Skarsgård, and Bob Bolano, Penner, as they break the law for a living. Terry is an alcoholic who loves Glen Campbell music. Bob is a closet <laughs> intellectual who loves his wife and children. Now, when Terry and Bob try to shake down a strip club manager played by Caleb Landry Jones, the crooked duo comes up against a criminal kingpin, James Mangan, played by Theo James. So, McDonough says while The Guard and Calvary were directed in a measured contemplative style, War on Everyone has a very different dynamic, one of quick-paced scenes followed by calm, contemplative moments. He claims the genesis of the story was him being drunk 
and wanting to tell a funny story about a couple of corrupt cops and then having the audience on the cops' side. So it's a contemporary Western in a sense. The story was always intended to be set in either Texas or New Mexico, but forever the pragmatist, McDonough says the tax breaks available in New Mexico intrigued me more than the tax breaks available in Texas. And, yeah, there you go. He has clearly got a bent sense of humour. I admire that. And he's a Glen Campbell fan, and he reckons Campbell represents a melancholy 70s existential mood. As someone who grew up as the son of a Glen Campbell fan, um, yeah, I'll take that. I, I, I know where he's coming from. I heard a lot of Glen Campbell music when I was a kid. Well, I, I thought both of McDonald's previous movies were great but I would not say the same about War on Everyone. It's definitely different from your run-of-the-mill buddy crime films. It's anarchistic, it's anti-authority, right out there, you might say, but it's arguably less accessible than its forebears. Clearly, it won't be everybody's cup of tea. In fact, as I see it, War on Everyone casts a decidedly narrow net when it comes to attracting an audience. Some will regard it as toying with the genre. Others will see it as having gone too far for no apparent reason other than as a get-down-and-get-dirty plaything for the writer and director. And I say both views are probably close to the truth. <laughs> Performance-wise, Skarsgård is the more extreme character. He seems to have his tongue firmly planted in his cheek throughout. Before you consider buying a ticket, just keep in mind that regardless of the dark humour throughout... Some of the violence is, is sickening. Still, it will undoubtedly find favour among a few. Let's just hope it's not the sickos out there that get this. It's rated MA for very good reason, and it is 98 minutes in length. It's called um, um, War on Everyone. Alex. Chris. I have to ask... Where have they found all these Skarsgårds from? You know, has, has the Skarsgård family just decided, uh, you know, under the tutelage of the father, Stellan Skarsgård, that they're just going to take over the movie industry? Because you've got Stellan, you've got Gustav, you've got Volta, you've got Alexander, you've got Stellan's ex-wife, uh, me Skarsgård, and there's others in there. Have they just... Are they the only people in Sweden who are allowed to act by law now, or is it just one of those things that they're a very busy family at the moment? Two things, it's a very strong name, and secondly, they have the adage populate or perish, obviously. <laughs> so th these were obvious answers, I would have thought. Uh, I thought you may have actually just you know, been, been aware. I, I, I thought the question had to be asked because it seems that, you know, barely a week has gone by this year without some sort of a reference to Skarsgård here on Movies First. Exactly. And now, of course, if you spell Skarsgård, you have to put a, a kind of... It's a little little zero, a little O above the A, the second A. I just want you to be politically correct when you not only pronounce it but clearly use it in a sentence. Yeah, and what's that all about? You know, what, what do you call that thing? Says he, not knowing the answer. Yes, good. I'm pleased you asked me these inane questions. I mean, there, there is some purpose to it. Clearly in, in Sweden there is. I think for those in English-speaking countries... We'd probably just get away without the the little O. If you can imagine, it's kind of like a it's like a dot. It's like one of those. What do you call those black things that you have on your bread? Um, the poppy, poppy seed. seeds. It's like a poppy seed that's got a hole in the middle of it. Okay. According according to according to Wikipedia, it's called. You're like this. A ring. Well, it's even though it's an O, it's an A ring, is it? It's an A with. 
It's an A with the ring on top. Right. Oh, right. So it is called an A. Right. OK. It does make... Uh, because I presume it doesn't... So it doesn't appear above any other letter than an A then, obviously. Well, you have, you have an A ring... And according, I've now looked this up, it, it developed as a form of semi-ligature of an A with a smaller O above it to denote a long and darker A. So the, I, I guess when we're saying Stellan Skarsgård and Alexander Skarsgård, we should be saying Skarsgård. <laughs> Chris, we're getting silly. I think it's time for me to give a score for War on Everyone and I reckon it's worth about a six to a six and a half out of ten. You declare war on everyone, and I'm going to declare war on the hills of Brisbane. See you later. See you later. You've been listening to Movies First with Alex First and Chris Coleman. Subscribe to the full podcast at Audioboo, Stitcher and iTunes or your favourite podcast distributor. This has been another quality podcast production from Bytes.com. Welcome to Mafia, a new podcast telling stories of America's criminal underworld. Gotti assumed the position of head of the Gambino family. And using the name Donnie Brasco, I was able to infiltrate the uh, Bonanno uh, crime family in New York City. Bugsy Siegel is an American mob legend. One man changed the whole texture and landscape of crime in America. Listen to Mafia every Wednesday on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your favorite shows.